Hey guys, welcome to The Dating Dossier. I'm here with my friend Mason, so I'll let her introduce herself. Hi guys, my name's Mason. I am a attorney in Loudoun County. Um, I'm what you call a basic white bitch. <laughs> Blonde hair, blue eyes, basic as can be. And I'm here today to share some of my dating stories and some of my general thoughts on my dating experiences. excited to have Mason here because we actively talk to each other about dating because we're both actively dating in that scene so we FaceTime and talk about that all the time we're best friends yes. for sure yes do you how did we come to know each other Mason so I am the same age as Jillian's younger brother Ian yep and uh, basically him and I went to the same preschool and so, and then consecutively through elementary school, middle school, high school. So Jillian's kind of always been in my life in that aspect. We actually got really close when we were in high school. We joined Young Life together. Um, Young Life is a Christian organization in case you guys don't know, and they do like after school activities. And so her and I kind of became like the the young ladies of young life. Um, <laughs> yep. <laughs> and basically we became best friends ever since and we've stayed in contact and now I am about to turn 25 next month and in March. And so it's been one hell of a ride, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> That's, yep. So, and we're both March babies, high Pisces. Mm-hmm. Um, probably why we get along, go with the flow, water signs, as you know. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> like I said in the first episode, horoscopes, give them, take them, you know. Anyway, you are an attorney. You graduated mm-hmm. from law school last May. Yes. Yay. Congratulations. Pass thank, the bar. Thank you. Thank you. Very official now. Jolie's arranging furniture over here. <laughs> and you have a dog, Smokey. Yes, I do. Jolie's boyfriend. Basically. Uh, Smokey <laughs> is a half American bulldog. Um, probably a little bit of pit in there. Uh, I rescued him almost two years ago to the day. Yeah. And he is the sweetest baby boy you have ever met. I shouldn't say baby. He's actually almost seven years old. But he's 65 pounds and the sweetest, gentlest, most kind puppy I think I've ever experienced for sure. Yeah. He's very very chill. He's like wrapped up in a fuzzy blanket on the couch right now. Spoiled. Absolutely rotten. (laughs) Rotten. (laughs) So he's our co-host as well today, but he's a lot more quiet than Jolie. I'll just say that. (laughs) You went to a lot of colleges. I actually did. Yeah. When (laughs) I... (laughs) She got kicked out of all of them. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Uh, That'd be funny. No, I... So... My story, I guess, is that I graduated high school. Before I graduated high school, I enlisted in the Army National Guard when I was 17. I enlisted as a intelligence analyst, the 35 Foxtrot. Um, And so once I got done with my basic training and my advanced individual training, which is AIT, um, for my analyst school, I started college in the following year. And so 
at Ferrum College, which is a tiny little school in um, Southern Virginia. And I had some college credits from my analyst school in the Army. So I transferred in essentially as a sophomore, did one year there, didn't like it too much. It was pretty small. Then transferred to Radford um, as essentially a junior, and I did 12 months straight. So I was taking like 18 credits an hour um, or 18 credits per semester. Mm -hmm. And I finished August of 2016 and then started law school August of 2016. So I didn't have a break in between that. And then I did three years of law school, graduated May of 2019 and took the bar July of 2019, got a job here in Loudoun um, in September of 2019. I've been here ever since. I practice divorce law, family law. Yeah. That's that's who we're going to go to, ladies and gentlemen. We have our our divorce lawyer on deck. Um, Keep me on retainer. Exactly. That's what what we're going to do. So that's Mason's qualifications. That's how she's allowed to be here today. (laughs) Allowed. I'm kidding. Um, No, I was like, please come on my podcast. So I'm excited to talk to her. So what I thought we would talk about is first dates. Because we talk about that a lot. Like I said, we FaceTime each other. So mm-hmm. we FaceTime getting ready for our dates. What we're going to wear. Time. Like, yeah. Yeah. So first, let's talk about... So I'm on Bumble and Hinge. Well, and Tinder. But I don't really use it because it's kind of... It's like a dumpster fire in there. <laughs> it's really... <laughs> it's not... It is not... I mean, you're... You've... You got to prep yourself for Tinder. Um... I'm on Bumble and Hinge, too. Yeah. I think I use Hinge more often than I use Bumble. You do, um, I think. I like Bumble because I think more people are on Bumble. Yeah, I agree with um, that. But I like Hinge because you get a lot more, I don't want to call them candidates, but seri- I mean, serious <laughs> candidates, essentially. That's what I call them because <laughs> I'm a recruiter, so they are my <laughs> candidates. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Hinge is definitely, quote-unquote, meant to be deleted, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Bumble is somewhere where you can just, like, meet and see if you guys blend together, see if you quote-unquote vibe together, as the kids say these days. And I think that I've met interesting people on both. Definitely all of the dudes from Hinge are, like, ready to get to know me, ready to wife you up, and sometimes it just doesn't work out. And on Bumble, you either have... It's like a hit or miss on whether or not all they want to do is get in your pants. Totally. Um, Bumble is a lot, I think... Hinge, you have to put effort into your profile. Like you said, there's less people on it. So the people on there, for the like what I've come across, are serious. Like they're seeking a relationship. Mm-hmm. Whereas Bumble used to be, like when it was just kind of Tinder and Bumble, Bumble used to be where people would go for relationships. And now Hinge is where they go for relationships. And Bumble is starting to turn into a hookup app. But, like the classy version of Tinder. Yeah. But there are, you know... It just kind of depends. If we say it's a numbers game, you do have more numbers on Bumble. Mm-hmm. So in that respect, you can get a lot of matches and have a lot more potential. But on Hinge, it's like the ones who you do match with like do have, like do are almost guaranteed to have potential. So it yes. just kind of like depends on what you're going for and what you want to do. So yeah. getting ready for a first date. Getting ready for a first date, yes. I do not usually put too much effort into my 
uh, I don't want to say my appearance on a first date because <laughs> that's not true. Um, I, de- I have the same. If I'm getting ready to go to Target versus me getting ready to go to work, it all looks the same on me. Um, I don't really sway too much for that. I don't usually wear eyeshadow no matter what day of the week it is. Um, so that is kind of my go-to for getting ready for my face, I suppose, mm-hmm. versus what I'm going to wear. Jillian will spend, I don't know, lots of time picking out outfits. Mm-hmm. She will think, okay, what kind of, where are we going? What's this? What's the... What's the ambiance yep. going to be like? What it, what color is he going to be wearing? What you know? Where? What's the shape of the moon tonight? Whatever. And uh, meanwhile, I go. It's a steakhouse. I'm going to wear either a dress with some boots, or I'm going to, or we're gonna do like a, a not as not as elegant, and I'm gonna wear leggings and boots. And because it's the winter and that's what I'm wearing. Or if it's the summer, I'm wearing the same thing, which is always either a sundress because I want to go dressy or I'm wearing a tank top and shorts. Um, We can be a fashion tank top. It can be fashion shorts for sure. It can be a blousey tank top. Yeah, exactly. But I kind of just throw something on that I go, that's cute. And I walk out the door. It's not really something that I think about too much. Um, Whereas Jillian, go ahead. I will put on my full face of makeup, including, like, do, filling in my eyebrows, doing the eyeshadow, doing the, you know, contouring and everything. Picking no. out a pink versus a red lip. I do. But I generally kind of wear, it's called Melted Chihuahua, which is, I hate that, but um, it's called Melted Chihuahua by Too Faced. Mm-hmm. That's, like, my go-to lip color, but sometimes I mix it up. Um, and I try to do my outfits, because looking cute is in it's important to me and um it's also important to note though that like we previously mentioned I usually I've recently all of my first dates are pretty much dinner Mm -hmm. um we're going to dinner we're going to get food we're going to get ice cream it's something where you know even Cooper's Hawk I can wear something as adorable as a sundress to Cooper's Hawk and it'd be totally fine in the summer. And I can also do the same thing if we're going to get ice cream. You know, my my version of outfits only get so really classy on a first date and only get so dressed yeah. down versus your first date, some of your first dates are not um, as consistent. So right. some of your first dates are can be a little bit more like if I go to a brewery if I go to a brewery, it's gonna be casual. Like, I'm going to wear, like, the ripped jeans with, like, a denim roll-up or something on for the shirt. Like, that would be really casual. If I'm going to Cooper's Hawk, for example, I would probably, I would be a little bit more dressy and look nice. Um, and then anywhere in between. <laughs> like Exactly. We have been... Going, I've been going on a, a lot of first dates lately, mm-hmm. um, which we talk about that. Like, I go on way more dates, honestly, than most people I know. Like, I'm doing it for a numbers game. Like, this is data for me. But I go on a lot of dates. However, I don't get a lot of... Usually third. I can get second pretty frequently, but mm-hmm. third dates progressing to a relationship whereas you don't go on as many dates but when you do yeah they progress pretty pretty fast yeah well to be honest well fast um they just progress period (laughs) (laughs) 
I guess is what I should, what I was trying uh, to say. Sometimes I feel like they end up falling flat. So I think that I am. If we're comparing me and Jillian's uh, dating app styles, mm-hmm. I would say that I am very picky on yes. who <laughs> I swipe to. Swipe, even, I mean, I technically have to click the button on Hinge, but um, I'm really picking who I swipe to. I'm five foot eight and I'm an attorney, so I wear heels a lot. So if I want to go out with a dude, I'm six feet tall in heels. So usually if they're, unfortunately for small, for small dudes, short dudes, I apologize. This is probably going to offend you, but you know, if you're not six, two, I usually don't even swipe right on you because I know me, I know that I'm not a size two. I'm actually size eight. So if I going out with anybody who, if I'm wearing heels and I'm eye level with you. I'm going to feel large. And it's just, it's, that's just not who I need to be with. I've learned that throughout the years. I used to date guys who were my size, who were smaller than me. You know, I've dated every kind of quote unquote, every kind of guy, um, since I was, I guess I started really dating when I was like 14, 15, 16. Um, but yeah, I, I date tall guys usually, um, I like to go to the gym. I like to lift. So I go for like a buff, a buffer dude. And then I'm an attorney. So I expect you to have a nice job as well. I want you to be just as driven and as successful in your career as I am. Right. And have that your respect. Shit together. Yes. Yeah. Have your shit together, please. That's what I'm here for. And because of the fact that I feel like I narrow down my search so much, um, I do have a lot less first dates. I'm 5'4", by the way. So I, for me... Like, if a dude is 5'8 or taller, so, like, Mason's 5'8 or taller, I honestly, all I know is you are taller than me. Like, I cannot, like... (laughs) She's terrible with height. She (laughs) looks at people and she's, she will say something like, I think he's this tall. I think he's 6'1", 6'2". And I will look at the picture and I will look at her and I will say, Jillian, that man is not taller than 5'11". I guarantee it. I know. All I know is he's much taller than me. Which doesn't take much. No, it doesn't. There's always, the joke that I toss back and forth to her is she talks to me about um, what kind of guy that she's dating and I ask how tall he is and if she doesn't give me a certain answer, I say, will I be able to pat him on his head? And <laughs> that is kind of the rule of thumb. Because I, being 5'8", knowing how tall I am in heels, I can I can look at you from across the room and know how tall you are. I can look at you from a picture. Yeah, it's kind of like your get, superpower. It is my superpower. <laughs> I've I said that. I <laughs> am gotten really, really good at at looking at a picture of someone and being like, he is 6'2". No, he's actually 6'3". I can decide based on the inches um, just because usually every guy that I've date is 6'3", 6'4", 6'5". I stay in that range. Um, obviously, the taller the better because I like to feel tiny. Um, <laughs> you're never going to be... The chances of a, me finding a dude who is a foot taller than me is slim to fucking none. Meanwhile, right. Jillian, it takes nothing for someone to be taller than her. Okay, so. well, taller than me. I... I mean, I'm not, like, abnormally short, right? But I'm just, like, just not quite tall enough to easily get my things in and out of overhead carry-on bins and airplanes. But I also am the queen of breaking Jillian's rule on asking out within the first 24 hours. I (laughs) I know. I hate it. (laughs) The rule is the first... The not first 48, but it's as soon as you start continuously talking, like I'm not talking like, hey, and then, hey, five hours later, and then how are you the next morning? I'm talking like, 
hey, hey, how are you? Have a conversation. And you're like going back and forth every couple of minutes, like having a solid conversation. You're doing that for two days for the 48 hours. My rule, it's rule number two, is they have to ask you out within the first 48 hours of continuous communication, whether that's from a dating app or a, like you meet them at the bar, but the, like you exchange numbers and the, you both are aware that the intention is to date. Yes. I have a rule that if they don't ask you out within the first 48 hours of continual communication, they're not going to. In my experience, if they don't, then they're going to be what I call a pin pal. So that's like a type of dude. They're just there to message or like exchange pictures on Snapchat, that kind of thing. That's where that rule came into play. And you don't have to go out within the first 48 hours, like forensic files or something. You don't have to go out with the first 48 hours are so critical, Um, but you don't have to go out. They just have to mention it. So if you're talking, um, so you match on like a Monday or Tuesday and then they're like, oh, what are your plans this weekend? And they start to tentatively kind of get a date in the works. Otherwise they become pen pals is my rule. Rule number three, when the date should be set in stone is 24 hours before the date. So if you're supposed to go out on Friday, by Thursday, he should tell you, and not exactly 24 hours, but the day before. So I say 24 hours. He should tell you the time and the place, right? Like you should have a plan. Like, is he going to pick you up? Are you going to meet there? What time? Where are you going? Like you should have the plan. Following that, rule four is that he should confirm the day of. So you should hear from him like starting the morning of. And I've talked to dudes about this and they have agreed. Like one of them, I like had too much wine at Cooper's Hawk and asked my date about this. We've always Um, been there. (laughs) But he, I mean, it's really easy waiting for that table, like you say, with the wine tasting, but um, on an empty stomach. (laughs) So anyway, he, he did confirm that the day of his, especially a first date, like especially a first date, like you should be excited. And he said dudes are excited. And he, from his perspective, point of view wants to know that you're in it and you're not going to ghost so if you don't hear from him the day of it's not happening it's not happening if you don't have the time and place the day before now if you plan it like same day stuff of course it's different doesn't apply but um in general this is kind of how things play out and if he hasn't told you the day before um also not going to happen right so okay now continue (laughs) So, I am the queen of letting them become pen pals for at least a week. I do not like to go out during the week. I usually get home um, from the office at like 6, 30, 7 sometimes. So, if I match with you and we're consistently talking, yeah, I guess most of the time within the first 48 hours. They mention. They they mention getting together. Yes. But if they don't, I don't really see it as a big deal because I know that if if we match on a Monday, I'm not even going to talk about seeing you until Thursday, I'm going to ask you what your plans for the weekend are. So that's just how I usually operate. And then I, if a dude messaged me and we match and within the first time or within the first day or the first night, he's like, Hey, do you want to get together tomorrow? I usually say no, because I'm not about to waste makeup and effort and time. If I can't even have a conversation with you texting yet if I know nothing about you. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm just picky and I'm 
lazy, I suppose, in that aspect is the fact that and I don't, don't want to love small talk. I hate small talk. So I hate like, it. If she's like, first date, be tell a- me your deepest, darkest secret. Yeah. I'm here for it. But no, I hate small talk. I don't want to have to have awkward conversation about the weather or. Um, I don't have to feel like I just met you 45 seconds ago. I have no idea who you are. I don't know anything about you. And let's wait for 10 minutes next to the bar while we wait for a table because we're going to dinner. I hate it. I also hate waiting for tables, but (laughs) it's fine. Um, (laughs) so yeah, I think that I'm super picky in that respect in the, in the fact that like, I just don't go on too many first dates, but I think by the time I go on a first date, I... I guess I usually make a good impression. It's just whether or not I want to proceed forward. I think the hardest thing for me is deciding if I like someone. That is my biggest issue is when I go out on a date with someone, I'm a very bubbly, I'm a very smiley person. So it's going to be hard for them to, I guess, not think that I don't like them because that's just my personality. I'm going to flirt with you. I'm going to be nice to you. Um, Hopefully you think that I'm funny. We'll see. Uh, Mm -hmm. But... By the end of the day, if I realize that I talk too much the whole time, which, you know, happens, I get done with the date and I say, I feel like I talked a lot, but now I don't know if I like you. And so then deciding whether or not I want to go on a second date, then deciding once the second date comes, do I want to go on a third date with you? Does he want to go on a third date with me? That's kind of my issue with that is just finding compatibility versus someone who is, um, really attractive and I have chemistry with yeah chemistry versus compatibility is my biggest issue on the opposite end of that spectrum for me I don't like getting very invested so messaging for like a week things like that because I will get emotionally attached like I'll I'll be invested in it and then if we don't go out like I see that as a waste of time and that's my biggest thing is I don't like waste of time so for me I would rather like message a little bit and then save getting to know each other for meeting in person I don't know if I like someone unless we meet and so we have to meet so it's like I don't even want to go into it and like I saw I think I sent this to you I think it was like a meme or a funny quote on Twitter or something and it was like I hate the question uh, what are you into? What do you like to do? And it's like, what do you want me to be into for the next 48 <laughs> hours before you ghost me? I have like, seen this. And I, that's how I feel. The guys who are a pen pal, like they cancel for really dramatic reasons. Dudes get really creative. Or my favorite. When they cancel. My favorite is when they don't get creative and they just decide, you know what? I changed my mind. Um, Speaking of pen pals, I had a pen pal this summer who I matched with him while he was on his way to Disney World with his family. He was on a family vacation and he matched with me and... So we obviously texted the entire week. We were Snapchatting. We texted the entire week that he was on vacation in Disney World. And by the end of the week, this dude was acting like he was ready to become my boyfriend. Mm-hmm. He was talking about what kind of dates we were going to go on. He I was remember talking you telling about, me about him. Yes. He was talking about what kind of dates we were going to go on. He was talking about all of the cute things he would do as my boyfriend. We had a plan to do face masks together and to go see a movie. That is, face masks are pretty serious. <laughs> I know. He was very, he was ready to quote unquote wife me up. Yeah. And essentially he got home 
blew me off the first few days that he was home. And so I called him out on it and I, and I told him, I said, do you want to actually meet me? Do you want to see me where you're, you know, where your intentions lying right now? And he essentially just said that he wanted to focus on his schooling and (laughs) which is the stupidest excuse. Um, coming from someone who went to law school. Yeah. Sorry, sorry to be a little no, harsh real, there, but no. uh, schooling, he was an undergrad. I'm not impressed by you. Um, you want to focus not on Not when your... you use it as an excuse like that. Exactly. Like... Exactly. Um, so when it was used as an excuse, I was like, eh, that's not even really an excuse. You just you just, just cha- decided to change your mind, and that's fine. Um, but it does happen where you have a pen pal and you feel like you really connect with someone and then it goes nowhere. And that sucks. I feel like that. And that's my problem with the pen pals are because the ones who I have gotten attached to over messages are the ones who are pen pals and they usually end up ghosting. Um, even though I don't like to call it ghosting if you haven't met in person, but if you've become emotionally invested and you're talking to someone like all day long for weeks at a time, like, you become invested, like you're attached to that. And so I, I just, I feel like they've never panned out. Like all of the ones who I've gotten attached like that, like the, one of the ones that happened recently with me was, it was a, I think it was a couple months ago, but we were messaging from one of the apps, probably Bumble. I think I just kind of recently got into Hinge, but anyway, we were messaging, we were supposed to go out. We're like talking constantly. The day we're supposed to go out, I can't, I wish I had the screenshot pulled up in front of me. I'm pretty sure he told me he thought he was having a heart attack and had to go to the hospital. And it turned <laughs> I out do remember like, this. <laughs> it turned out he'd had like too much caffeine or something. I don't remember exactly what it was, but he a dude thought he was having a heart attack and had to go to the hospital, which is fine. But like he had a heart attack like at what? He's 20? 20. Yeah. <laughs> like he's not 30. I don't know. I, between 25 and 30. And said he was having a heart attack and he had another excuse at different times. So we never ended up meeting. And then recently, like a couple weeks ago, we were still connected on Snapchat and he was like sending me a selfie every single day. And I just would open them and ignore them. And then finally I messaged him and I'm like, why do you Snapchat me every single day? And dude blocked me. Didn't even answer. <laughs> that just blocked me. But I'm like, why are you sending me a selfie every day? You don't want to meet me. And that's that's what I think about the pen pals. I think those guys crave the emotional connection with someone, but they actually, I don't believe that they go in with the intention of meeting. Like I think their intention the whole time is get an emotional connection and maybe part of them wants to meet, but for whatever reason, they always chicken out. Like you said, they, they change their minds, but I kind of think it's from, from the jump. They know deep down that like they're not in it too. Part of me wants to, speculate that the reason why they do that is because they are one night stand type of dudes Mm -hmm. and so they're seeking that connection from somewhere but they once they find it with you they don't they know that if they have sex with you you're going to turn into you again exactly they know out of their own habits that they're not going to talk to you again so they would rather be your pen pal and talk to you every day and get excited to hear from you rather than meet you and feel like oh i'm gonna fuck this up yeah no that i think that's a great that's a really good theory that's a running theory we'll add that to the we will see yeah Keep you posted. Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll keep checking out on on that one. Um, so. And speaking of first dates, I think that you and I have a different 
emotional or really just a different view on how a first date should go or what we should do on the first dates. Yes. Well, now we're more in line, but we used to... I used to only... Think very differently. Yes. I used to only do coffee dates or ice cream if it was the summer. Um, Coffee was my go-to. I... When I first started dating on the dating apps, I realized that I, when I was going on a lot of dates, I realized I didn't like most of the people that I was going on first dates <laughs> with. Or they just, you know, you you go out with someone and you're like, he was a nice guy, but I just don't feel the chemistry. Exactly. Like I said, biggest thing for me is chemistry versus compatibility. And so um, when I wanted to do something where I felt, felt comfortable enough that if I wanted the date to last an hour, it could last an hour. If I wanted the date to last 15 minutes, it could last 15 minutes. So I used Mm -hmm. to always do coffee. I really liked that. Um, The only reason why I think I switched now is because I switched to using Hinge more often. And because of the fact that I'm really searching for someone who is... You know, I'm not here just to date and see where it leads, which is kind of what I did when I was in law school. So that's from the age of 21 to 23, 24 area. Mm-hmm. So when I was in law school, you know, I would use Bumble a lot because I, I was one of those people that said, let's meet, let's see where things lead. And now that I'm an attorney and I'm setting up um, my life, I suppose, I want someone who is going to be here for relationships. So now I'm willing to go and spend an entire hour with dinner. I'm willing, I'm willing to nail that down. Yes. I'm, I'm willing to spend an entire hour with you. I will have a glass of wine. Please make that. If I'm having a glass of wine, I should laugh at all of your jokes because mm-hmm. I'm a lightweight. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, let me laugh at your jokes. Let me see where the chemistry is. Let me, hear about your aspirations and what you want to do um you know I kind of treat it more as of an interview Mm -hmm. um but surprisingly I think that I don't spend as much time on like preparing myself personally for the date I expect you to prepare yourself to be interrogated by me (laughs) but I don't think that I put too much effort into thinking about the beginning of the first date yeah but that's my first dates. Usually I just throw something on and go, that's cute. And I walk out the door yeah. and don't think about it. Whereas Jillian is, you know, trying to make sure that she has the correct shoes no matter what she's doing. Because, well, <laughs> no matter what I'm doing, that's true. Yeah. I do. I try to have an outfit, like an outfit. And meanwhile, I just try to have clean clothes. It's fine. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm just, yep. I mean, that's, that's accurate. That's what I... I, I try to do because, and here, so my reasoning behind it is because, because it might sound like, oh, why do you put so much effort in, blah, 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 but I, because I want to present myself with the best foot forward, you know? Sometimes I, and I've actually done this, I have gone on a first date wearing minimal makeup and not putting my best foot forward. Um, I think I did this when I was, I did it for, Uh, I think like maybe two dates when I was in law school and I, it was summer. So thankfully I had a little bit of tan, but I don't think I wore anything but mascara on the first date. And I showed up in, it was one of those, uh, ice cream dates. So it's pretty casual anyways, but I think I showed up in like jean shorts and a t-shirt and vans with like minimal makeup and uh, the date went well. I don't really think that he even noticed. Thankfully, I had a tan, like I said, because I get really pale in the mm-hmm. <laughs> winter months. But um, 
sometimes putting your, I kind of want to see like if they even notice. And from what I could tell, none of the men noticed. So do we do it for ourselves or do we do it for them? That's well, and that's, that's my point is that I want to put the effort in to put my best foot forward mm-hmm. you know like so i think that is more along the lines for me because a dude they can't tell if you fill in your eyebrows and have the bronzer like unless they, you don't have eyebrows unless you don't well yeah, <laughs> they, they might notice that i don't know um you know i i want to put in the effort to like look nice and and, and show up i've I've done it where I don't really, because in the summer, like, same, like, I don't have to wear a ton of makeup because my freckles come out and, like, kind of cover the problem T-zone area, so (laughs) I don't have to wear as much makeup, and I feel like they don't really, like you said, they don't really notice, they don't care, like, I can show up in, like, the jeans and, like, I don't really wear t-shirts, but, like, a casual tank top Mm -hmm. instead of a blousey tank top. It's not... I feel like that the dudes care so much. It's just how my you thing feel. Is like, it's your yeah, own confidence. Exactly. Like I feel confident when I have on like my full face and um, a really cute outfit that I know is accessorized well. And here's another thing. This is what I know. This is what I love. Okay. This is my goal. I'm going to be honest. This is my goal is to be out on a date and have another woman compliment me. Another so, woman compliment yes. you. Yes. 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 Well, because another dude's not going to, he's not going to try and cause a fight. But, it, like, the waitress. But if that does or, happen, I'd be so turned on. I. Just kidding. No, I couldn't. I, couldn't. I would not like that. No, I don't want to be. You. I would be like, that's. <laughs> if a dude started fighting, I would be like, that's gross. Like, you don't even know me. Like, why are you fighting toxic masculinity? Um, <laughs> You're right. But, uh, no. Like, and I say a woman. Like, I just mean, like, a waitress or, like, the bartender or someone else. Because if she compliments, like, my eyeshadow or my necklace or something like that, it, like, draws his attention to it. I've noticed this. When that happens on dates and somebody's like, oh, my gosh, I love your nails or, oh, my gosh, I love it. The dudes are like, oh, yeah, like, I, your nails are really pretty. <laughs> like, they just know. So my goal is to, like, look really cute and get a compliment from someone else. And it just usually is a woman because, like I said, a dude's generally not going to mm-hmm. be like, oh, I love your eyeshadow. <laughs> um, but women will, they'll be like, Oh, what? Um, like what color lipstick is that? Like what's, what shade is that? And then the dude's like looking at your lips, which that's like, you know, that's probably Cosmo's number one rule is get him to look at your lips. But, <laughs> um, that's my goal is to get those compliments. Cause I've noticed, and I know this too, because the guy who I ended up dating for like a year in North Carolina, um, when we met up, our first date was pretty much my birthday. He called and made the reservations. He told them it was my birthday. So they like brought me dessert secretly. He told me later because the waitress like, or the hostess had said, I was really, she was like, Oh my gosh, you look so beautiful. Like blah, blah. And so he like mentioned that later that he noticed it that like other people were giving me attention and he liked it so ever since then I've been mindful of that and I think dudes like it because they like a little bit of arm candy of course they do and I think that honestly I think that that's something that if I dress up for a date or if I'm 
am putting in that extra, I guess, five minutes. Um, let's not <laughs> Yeah, like. my makeup, it doesn't take very long. But <laughs> let's not lie to each other right now. I probably spend maybe 30 minutes getting ready on the daily. Um, 15 extra for possibly a first date, and yeah. that's a lot. Um, so if I'm putting in, you know, those extra few minutes to make yeah. sure that my outfit's on point, it's usually not for him. It's usually to make sure that when he goes out with me, yes. he feels accomplished. I want him to feel like proud of the fact that it makes he's, you feel hotter of course like and if i walk into an area and i notice that there are women are checking out my shoes yeah and they like my dress they like my jacket whatever and men are over there also looking at me and i want him to feel good about who he's with and yeah. good about the fact that you know i am your arm candy for the night exactly and it makes all of that confidence will you know, come to me and then I can kind of exude that. And when I exude my confidence, uh, I know that I'm going to be more flirtatious. I know that I'm going to be more bubbly. I know that I'm going to be probably a little bit more relaxed. I'm going to be quote unquote feeling myself. Yep. And when I'm (laughs) feeling myself, it means I'm likely going to be feeling you too, because you're going to be able to feed off of my energy and hopefully our first date goes really well. It's, and I, yep, totally with you on the confidence. And I think that's a PSA to stand each other. Like I am so one for, if I like some, a woman's lipstick, nails, shirt, anything, I tell them, I'm like, I love your shirt. I love your hair. Like, I don't say it. I like, feel it, like I every time I go out it. in public, I end up complimenting women. Yeah. And for sure. And I think we should, we should always like, do we it. Should build each other up and stand each other all of the memes that say you know the nicest women you will ever meet are the ones that are drunk in the bathroom yeah for real we should treat each other like that 24 7 because you feel so good you do feel so good about yourself and why not why not tell her oh that's a great top why not you could stop someone stay around of course of course you can and you know, you never know, like they always say, you never know what someone else is going through. You never yeah. know how it's going to affect them. And so, um, just those little compliments, especially if you're on a first date and you're timid and you are going out with someone who's really, really attractive and you're like, yeah. I don't really know if he you're like, realizes oh, we may that. not be in the same league. How did I get <laughs> led inside here? <laughs> you know, what secret club did I get into? Um, if you give that, that woman, or that man, a little bit of confidence boost. And I also think that it is great. And I think that because of the dating apps now, if we're swiping on each other's faces, when I swipe right on you and you swipe right on me or whatever, it's established that you and I think we're attractive. It, it is. You know, like you think I'm attractive. I think you're attractive. It's been established. That's the whole purpose of the dating app. But I think that because of the fact that it has been established already we sometimes forget to compliment each other yeah physically compliment i mean i'm sure you say oh you're so funny oh you're so sweet i know i probably say you're so sweet too much um to the guys that i date but uh i think it's important for us to remember to compliment our significant others or our significant anythings Mm -hmm. because you know we forget that yeah we'd match on a dating app so of course i think you're attractive but when you see him when you see her Tell tell them you look great tonight. I do. Well, I just want to let you know. Or I'll tell like if I really like their cologne, I'll be like, "You smell so good." Like I'll say it. If like, a man has great cologne, I mean, you, is there much else you need to I do? I mean, you get 
I literally think it the chemicals in the cologne yes. melt our eyeballs and like make them more attractive. Hundred percent. Because if a dude smells good, I'm like, hmm. Like <laughs> all of a you sudden, know? you went from an eight to a ten. Yeah, or six to an eight, which yes. is a you know good zone for me. Like <laughs> my first Netflix and chill was. Um, when I lived in North Carolina. And I just, I want to preface this by saying, like, this guy and I are still friends. Now, we are friends. We are not a couple because I went over for Netflix and chill. And, um, okay, and this is, like, the first and last time I did a Netflix and chill first date was because I came over and he had like a really nice TV, like it was a fine setup. And this was before Netflix and chill meant like hookup. It was because it didn't have a name yet. It just was literally like you said, we just want to be comfortable, skip to like six months in the relationship, just chilling. So I come over and he's like, have you seen Moana? It was new. It had just, I think, gone to Netflix at this time and I hadn't seen it yet. And I was like, oh my gosh, yes. Like I already knew I liked the soundtrack because I'd already listened to it. And I pretty much knew the words to a couple of the songs already. Like, I'm, listen, I'm big She's fan extra. of music. So, we watch Moana. What I did not know, spoiler alert. So, if you haven't watched Moana, okay, you're a few years late to the party. So, <laughs> you just deal with that. But, um, spoiler alert, the grandma dies. And I'm very close with my grandma. I was not expecting it. And I started ugly crying. Ugly L- crying. Ugly crying. Snot. Oh. Every, like, I was like. Honey. I, <laughs> it was rough. Um, I just wasn't ready for it. And I, like, <laughs> hated my job at the time. So it was like I was already hanging by a thread. <laughs> and that just put Her me over the sanity was hanging by a thread. Yes. That's what she's saying. And so that just put me over the edge. I was like, uh, you know, it was the whole, uh, he should have like nudged me towards the door, but he's like, can I, can I get you a glass of water? Uh, can I, wh- what can I do? Luckily okay, the dude he had a panic like, attack. He had like three sisters. So I feel like he'd seen it before. Um, but yeah, so I ugly cried at Moana, so that's why I don't... Wait, so what happened? What was the second date? So, probably Netflix and Chilligan with a different... Did it fizzle out? Obviously, it's not rememberable now. (laughs) I moved. I don't remember the second date, but we did hang out, like, quite a few times Hmm. while I lived down there. But at least he will forever be known as the man who handled your ugly crying to Moana on a first date. He did, I know. That sounds like marriage material. Well, then... I have, I remember the one who was obsessed with pirates. <laughs> I'm telling she you. She said pirates and y'all should have seen my face. I, I'm telling you, I, I, it is not in me to have a normal first date. No matter what I want out of it, it's not going to happen. So we went out on my birthday because this was a couple years ago. And my birthday was on a Thursday. So I'd had like dinner plans and everything all week long with friends but nobody could actually hang out on my birthday and I wasn't doing anything crazy. This is when I lived in North Carolina, you know, but I'd had like three or four dinners that week, but it's just literally the day of my birthday did not have plans. So I went out on a date with this guy and he was kind of 
a little bit tentative about it because he, I probably felt weird about it being my birthday. And I'm like, look, it's just a Thursday, like my birthday party. I'm celebrating this weekend. So like, to me, it doesn't even feel like my birthday. So he was from South Africa. So I thought he, and he was on Bumble. He's from Bumble. I thought he was going to sound like Leo in Blood Diamond, <laughs> which I know is a fake accent, but I just like it. Yeah. Uh, he didn't. He didn't have an accent. He moved here when he was young. Anyway, so we meet up at this little, like, wine coffee shop thing in North Carolina. They have a bunch of weird hipster stuff like that. He lived really close to NC State, like, downtown. And he... I walk in, and he had flowers. So he had the bouquet of flowers. He was standing there, and he was, like, hot. He was so attractive. I'm still upset over this. He was so attractive. (laughs) Um, And he was tall. He was at least, like... 5'11". I feel like that's the max height that I can like <laughs> tell because once you're that, it's like you're in the clouds to me. Um, so he's at least that tall. And he was standing there like in the front of the restaurant, like inside the doors because it's March, so it's chilly. He was standing inside the doors and he had the flowers. And I was like, no way. I was like, no way. That is not my date. And I walk in and he'd also gotten a birthday card for me. Aww. I know. And he paid, of course, like and it was awesome. And the, there were, like, other girls in that um, cafe. And they were and they, all I could tell, hating yes! fucking face. 110%. I could, like, You walked feel in it. and everyone went, that bitch. Because, I, I mean, it's because he was, like, hot, dude. Yeah. He was, like, really attractive. Um, so then he was like, have you had dinner yet? And I was like, no, actually. Because it was, like, right after work. And he was like do you like salmon? Like, can I cook you dinner? And I was like, yeah, you know, I just, my sense of fear is probably not where it um, should be, but considering how dainty I think of Jillian, yes, it is not anywhere near it should be. Do not do this, ladies. If you are small, please don't do this. I'm giving, I'm, I'm literally having a heart attack just thinking about it. Please protect yourselves. Carry that pepper spray and make sure that you know how to use your key as a knife. Anyways, yes. continue so, your story. Yes. No, that's a good PSA. So I was like, yes, you can cook me dinner. I thought that was so nice. So then we go and he bought wine already because he knew I was a wine drinker. So he'd had wine and he also knew I liked true crime. Because on my Bumble profile says, what movie do you quote the most? And mine says Silence of the Lambs. Like, because that is what I quote the most. But he had crime, 19 crimes is what the wine was called. So it's based off criminals in Australia. They're each a mugshot of like from the 1930s. I mean, up my alley. Could we get any more up my alley? For sure. So this man was obsessed with pirates. Wait, to clarify. Yes. He shows up to the date with flowers. Correct. And a birthday card. And a birthday card. You guys have drinks? Yes. And then he says, have you eaten? Let's go do salmon at your place. No, his place. His place. Yes. So you go back to his place. Don't do this, ladies. Um, PSA. (laughs) You go back to his place. Yes. He's about to cook you dinner. He has his bottle of wine that is all up your shit. Yes. And then. And then. I, he had a, he was like, wore a couple rings. Rings? Yeah. How many rings? More than one. Oh. Um, (laughs) I think he was in the Marines. Like, one was his Marine thing. And he told me 
like his friend died. Like he watched his friend die. Oh, that's tragic. So you, hey, that's what you like on a first date. That's do. I love. I love to know that deep shit. Cut. Tell me about your. Yeah. yeah. So I also felt like we were like bonding over that. You know, Mm -hmm. sharing it. So I asked him what one of his rings were, and he was like, "Oh, it's um, Jack Sparrow's ring." Oh God. Prior to the Caribbean. Went from serious so, to, are you 12? That's check one. Flag then, one, you mean? <laughs> well, that no. <laughs> the actual flag was the pirate flag hanging on his wall. <laughs> a full size. So he had a literal flag on his wall. Um, I mean, not a metaphor. <laughs> he had a literal pirate's flag. You know, with the like skull and crossbones oh, yeah. on his wall. Please guess. What show he suggested we watch. You might not. It was like an HBO series a couple years ago. <laughs> pirates of the Caribbean. Just Black Sails. <laughs> what? Why? Because <laughs> he was obsessed with pirates. It was like... But I was... I Okay, here's the thing. This is a mistake that I make. I know you've made it. We talked about it. When a guy is very attractive, he gets away with so, so much... much. Oh, when my you're gosh. attractive <laughs> and you speak to me sometimes, it doesn't really matter what you're saying mm-hmm. because I'm already picturing you. Sorry, mom. You know what I'm saying here, <laughs> ladies. Uh, so I agree. If he was so attractive, you're like, all right, you got a weird thing with pirates. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I'm not wearing fine. an eye patch tonight, <laughs> but <laughs> I was like, this is fine. If this is his thing, I can work with this. It's we fine. can work with this. I'm obsessed with true crime. He likes yeah. pirates, you know, right. like it was kind of, it was, he's fair. tall. He's attractive. He brought me flowers. I mean, who are you going to cook for me? What yeah. am I going to do? Say no, no, like, of course not. I, I was like, this is amazing. <laughs> and then I never hear from him again. Oh, well, down. I mean, I heard from him again, but it was after like a week and I reached out and was like, Hey, you know, you'd mentioned, um, he also to say good night. He was like, happy birthday and kissed me on the forehead. It was like movie, the cutest thing oh. that had ever happened to me. Um, I wonder when, when it happened so perfectly, when you have such a perfect date, there are often times where I get done with a really great first date and I kind of wonder, was that all really real? Right. Was he, did he make a bet with himself? Did he make a bet with his friends? Did he go and think if this, let me make her fall for me. Yes. Can I make her fall in love with me on the first date? You know, how to lose a guy in 10 days. Exactly. He made the, he made the bet about, let me see if I can get a dude to fall in love with me. Or get a woman to well, fall yeah. in love with me on the first date. Um, that is kind of what I think about. Versus I dated a guy for eight months. Um, and I will always remember this first date because we started out very casual. Um, he was like, "I can I take you to dinner? And I said, of course you can take me to dinner. Let's go out to dinner. We go out to dinner. Cute little restaurant. He were finishing up our meal and he said, I don't want this date to end. You want to go see a movie? And I said, yes, I'd love to go see a movie. Let's go. And we go to the mall because that's where the nice movie theater is. It's in the mall. And this was in Norfolk, Virginia. And we're waiting because the movie doesn't start for an extra like 30 minutes. And we go into New York and company and it's the middle of the summer. 
right? It's July 3rd, I think was our first date. Um, and so we're looking and I find these adorable flowered, they're white shorts with pink yeah, flowers. I love those shorts. Thank you. Thank you. They make my butt look really big. Um, <laughs> side note. And I try them on and I tr- find this matching top mm-hmm. and I come out in the dressing room because at this point in time, why, why not? Why not? Are we just, you know, let's just have fun for 30 minutes. And he goes, I really love those on you. I really like that outfit. And I'm like, me too. Of course, you know, feeling it, whatever. I get out of the dressing room and I go to put them back. And he's like, no, we have to get them. And I, of course, look at the price tag and I said, no, we don't. <laughs> I'm in law school. I, did, I, at that point in time, had not even started my third year of law school. So I was baroque. <laughs> and he said, no, we're getting them. And he paid for them on my first date. Yeah. So he did dinner a full outfit. He bought me the shirt and the shorts from New York and Company. And Which is not cheapy deepy. Not so. cheap at all. Um, probably the most expensive first day I've ever been on, if we're being honest. <laughs> um, because then we also went to and did um, movies at this really nice movie theater. Plus, I think I had popcorn because I love movie theater popcorn. Oh, me too. Even if I'm stuffed to the brim, I have Doesn't to have matter. it. Have to have it. Have to have it. And I have to... I don't ever drink soda because I don't like carbonation. Fun fact about Mason. Um, but... I really love cherry Coke and usually at movie theaters, they have cherry Coke. Yeah. So have to get it. And that was one of those first dates that I got done and I finished a first date and had an outfit for the second date and went, was this real life? Did he just try to make me fall for him? Because if he did, he succeeded. Yeah. I'm calling you again. We had a great first kiss. Um, he was extremely attractive. I think, hands down, probably one of the most attractive men I've ever dated. Uh, side note, if you want to know what he looks like, if you've seen You Season 2 mm-hmm. on Netflix, he looks exactly like Milo, which was Love's uh, side boyfriend-ish. I guess you can kill him. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Sorry. <laughs> my bad. Um, <laughs> but You Season 2, he looked exactly like Milo, only um, my ex-boyfriend did not have as much hair. So, and he honestly, he had the nose. Like, Milo has a huge nose, Mm -hmm. and so did your guy. Yeah, he looked. That's almost like what makes him look like that dude. I think no, because I knew obviously what we dated for for almost nine months, almost ten, twelve. I can't remember. It gets a little gray. We had a sloppy breakup. Anyways, (laughs) um, (laughs) that's a story for another day. But he looked exactly like Milo from you. So. Um, he was very attractive. We had this great first date. And when you have moments like that, you get done and you say, was this real? What part of it was real? Eventually my relationship turned real. Eventually it also turned fake. Yeah. Um, spoiler alert for that one. He basically told me that he didn't want to, he, he didn't want a relationship with me and he didn't know if he was in love with me. And that's kind of how a relationship turned sour at like month four. <laughs> right. And then trailed on for another few months, but yeah, that happens. We've been there. Hang um, on. So if I was going out with a 10, this, this sounds self-deprecating, but if I was going out with a 10, I would be like, I would be intimidated. Like, I feel like I would not act like myself. Oh, it's, uh, yeah. I mean, I think that I've dated some guys that look like tens and it makes me feel so self-conscious. Yeah. Um, and I always, and then I, but I've also gone out with guys who are not the most attractive looking and, you know, usually they're obviously sweeter because they, 
They have. They know. They've had to be. They, they've had to be. I mean, that's sometimes that's just how it is. That's just how life works. You have to be. If you don't have, um, if you're if you're not wrapped in a pretty little bow, aka a you know chiseled physique, well, then it's like shallow. you have to be nice. But I think that with with that, you know, when I go out with guys who are not as attractive as other as other dates, as other gentlemen, I think that I'm a little bit more confident because yeah, I am your, I am your arm candy tonight. And when I go out with guys who are more attractive than I am, or that I think are way out of my league, I think, oh gosh, I am not your arm candy tonight. Right. I hope that you are even, you know, letting me be out in public with you right now. Um, so I hate to say stay in your league. I know. Because that is not what I'm saying. And I think that you, if you think that you and that other person will be great together, then reach for it. And but it's also like, so the but guy But do you, what makes you feel comfortable. Well, and the guy that you were talking about who's super attractive, he was attractive. Like, he, you're saying he's the most attractive guy you've dated. I was just like, he looks good. So... A 10 for you is not going to be everyone's 10. 110%. So that's another kind of aspect of it, too. Like, so, same with, the, like, I've had dudes who I'm like, he is so attractive. And you're like, he's passable. Like, <laughs> that's so, true. So your 10 is not going to be somebody else's 10. So that's something to keep in mind mm-hmm. as well. Right. Like, we all kind of have our own, like, rating system, if you will. Yeah. I mean, I always say about... The fact that, you know, on a scale of 1 to 10, I love to put everything on a scale of 1 you to do. 10. You do. It's your thing. I don't know why, but I do. I like to say on a scale of 1 to 10, how much do you feel like dying today when we're at the gym? And the answer was an 11. That's how much you died. I <laughs> was... It was great. I closed the bar down last night, and what time were you FaceTiming me to get me to go to the gym? Uh, 9 a.m., like everybody else. Come on, like, wake up. 9 a.m. And I did. So The sun was up, I am up. If a dude cancels on you because he says he's too hungover, tell him to bite me. If a dude ever canceled on me because he said he was too hungover, I don't even, like I said, I don't even drink that much. So if a dude said, I'm too hungover, I'd say... I'm too good for this. I'm leaving. And I would just would never text him again. <laughs> like, that's just I, not my style. I, well, I was struggling. Yeah. You were and struggling. I, and you, you would have no pity. No. Just, oh my God. Like, I don't, I don't, fuck you. No. I don't like when no dude, pity at all. When and me, dude, I'm like, no, you're an asshole. I hate you. Bye. When a dude <laughs> says he's busy, I'm like, you don't know what busy is. Like, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's, that's another tangent, but, um, definitely, I think some of our takeaways are the dude who showed up with flowers for the first date. Mm-hmm. It's still like one of the best first dates. It doesn't matter that we didn't have a relationship. I can still enjoy that memory mm-hmm. and I can still have that. Just, you know, with that, enjoy it. And remember that, remember that if you have, you don't have to have a first date, a great first date to have a great relationship. Uh, they are not one in the same. Like they no. do not and have to correlate. You don't have to have the person that you're going to marry, the person that you're going to fall in love with, you don't have to have, you know, so much love where it feels like a love bombing 24 seven. It just never ends. It's not a fairy tale. This is not correct. You know, to all the boys I love before PS, I still love you. Yes. I was obsessed with that. I watched it last night. Um, (laughs) (laughs) but you know, this is not a movie. If you have, if you find yourself going on a few dates and you think it's going really well, but you're noticing that he isn't getting you flowers for every date and he hasn't 
um, you know, bought you an outfit on your first, second, third date. He hasn't carried you to bed and he hasn't made cookies for you or made salmon for you. All of those guys were not together with them. Exactly. So remember to be, uh, mind, just be mindful about the fact that all of these great things does not equal a great relationship and, and the missing those great things does not mean it's not a great relationship. My exactly. mom has bought herself, she says this, my mom has bought herself flowers for 35 years now, and they have an awesome relationship. I actually interviewed them, so you guys will be hearing that soon, but she's bought her own flowers because it's just not something my dad does, and I have their relationship up on a pedestal. So, yeah. um, like, you, that was a great point of they don't have to, like, one does not, get the other exactly um getting ready for a first date do what makes you feel good like yeah you want to put on a full face of makeup you want to spend 20 minutes getting your outfit together if you want to be a jillian be a jillian if you want to be a mason and draw on some (laughs) mascara and be comfortable and casual and whatever you feel like makes you cute do it like it's, it's about how you feel the cutest i'll ever look is in a pair of shorts and likely a tank top so that's what i'm gonna wear if it, that's what I'm going to wear on a first date. It doesn't really matter where we're going. And for me, is ripped jeans and some kind of black top. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's it's do what you makes you feel good. Exactly. Don't put yourself, you know, being uncomfortable. And also remember, if you are going out with a 10, to calm yourself down, it's not everybody's and 10. Own it, honey. Like, own yes. It. <laughs> and if you, if you see a girl who looks awesome, like, I've run into couples in the elevator at the apartment, and you can tell the girl is, like, dressed up for a date. And I'm like, I'll t- I'm like, you look great. Like, stand each other. Mm-hmm. I'm, and I'm if you're going them. out with someone who you think is a very sweet, um, you know, guy who has guy or girl who has lots of potential and you're kind of thinking, you know, I'm not sure if I'm completely attracted to them or I'm not sure if I'm going to stay attracted to them, but I really like their personality, you know, remember that and be cognizant of that because think about how nervous they are if they're going out with you and how nervous they are that they're thinking I'm going out with a 10 right now, you know, remember to compliment them, remember to make them feel comfortable. Um, and enjoy their personality. Enjoy right. them as a human being. Enjoy and the date. Exactly. Like don't, if they ghost later on, it doesn't mean the date sucked. Yeah. It's just you And might, that's an overall blanket. If yeah. they ghost later on, it doesn't mean that the date sucked. That people... We the problem with ghosting is that you don't know what happened. You don't have closure. And remember that it could be anything. I yep. have probably ghosted people on accident or on accident just because I, you know, changed my shoes the next day and decided that I didn't want to date anymore. And by date anymore, I mean for the next three days because I'm that person. Yeah. So exactly. right. you know, I if if you don't hear from someone, you don't know what's going on in their life. They probably don't want to tell you. They probably don't want to bore you with whatever, you know, blanket story or just whatever mood that they could be in. So take it day by day. Enjoy your first dates. And hopefully, if you feel great, you know, ask them for a second date. By the time you're done with the first, why not? I do, yeah. See where it goes. See where it leads. And, you know, when you end that first date, whether you end it the next morning, whether you end it. (laughs) 
uh, that night standing in front of your door, shaking your keys, like that scene from Hitch. Yeah. Um, <laughs> whatever, you know, whatever kind of ending that you have to that first date, remember that always feel like it's in your court on yes. whether or not you will have a second date. Yes. Whether or not you think that he's going to ask you or you think that, that she's going to totally ask you. change your experience. Always think, all right, do I want to have yes. a next date? Yes. Always think about it as being in your court and that kind of confidence going into the second date will be really helpful. And that way, if you're thinking about do I want to have a second date, that allows you to think about do I like them rather than am I just obsessing because they will or will not ask me out. Exactly. It changes your mindset, which when it comes down to it, that's everything. Exactly. So, well, thank you, Mason, for coming on the show. I'm excited. Um, We have a lot, I think, of things to follow up on, and Mason will be hopefully a recurring guest. Yes, I will. We will check back in on a couple of these things later on. Um, But you guys know where to find me, Spotify, iTunes, The Dating Dossier. Follow me on Instagram at The Dating Dossier. Um, DM me your stories or email them to thedatingdossier at gmail.com. Hopefully a Listener Files episode will be coming out soon. Um, And Mason and I will probably have even more (laughs) stories to share. Yes, we will. As well. But thank you. Would you like to say goodbye? (laughs) Goodbye. I will be talking to you all very shortly. Thank you so much.